you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200 k for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi, hello football fans. Welcome to week 14. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. Presented as always by our pals over at Zaxby's, home of the famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. I, impromptu. Everybody it's not impromptu anymore. We've not been really. doing this every week. It's, it's about week 14. Yeah. You know, it's, it's what we're doing. We love salad. Hey, regular season's greetings to everybody out there. We're, we've got a few more weeks to go, and then the main event arrives. I was thinking about that the other day. The um, Isn't it weird? We're, we're so caught up in what this game means and what that one means, and in about four weeks, all of it will barely be able right. to remember anything that happened um, and to, once the wild card games kick off, let's say hello to everybody hello. here as we jump into week 14 <laughs> in the still very important uh, matchup. Some real juicy ones, too. Some easy calls. We'll go through those and uh, we'll tell you who's going to win the big week 14 games. And uh, we'll start off by saying hello yep. to the guy seated to my immediate left. He's one half of the best radio show in all Stop. the land, Petros and Money, oh, available on iHeartRadio. He's uh, the voice of your Los Angeles Chargers who were kind of at the epicenter of a yeah. conspiracy theory that I've mm. been floating for the last oh, fortnight. Oh, yeah, you have. Oh, yeah, you have. And Willie McGinnis. Uh, How'd that go Brown. over with him? Well, Cleveland Browns legend Willie McGinnis oh. had some pushback on it, and he had another scenario in mind for his old pal Tom Brady and Bill Belichick um, going forward, not just for the remainder of this season, but in the next season. Uh, anyway, the guy who I'm talking about also on NFL Now every Thursday and Friday, it's Matt Money Smith. Thank What's you, happening, Dave. fella? Uh, can I be a uh, moment of honesty here? I'd like that. Um, before we got on the air, someone brought in donuts. Yeah. And it led to a, it's good. a pretty substantial donut conversation. Donuts uh, and good. some I substantial like donut eating and as well. Yes. And the problem with donuts is as long as there's donuts left, 
it's just a wild distraction. And yeah. they happen to be in my periphery. So if we don't dust no judgment those, here. If we don't dust those donuts, and by the way, it's donuts with a Z because Zaxby's gave them to us. Right. So if we don't dust those donuts, it's going to be hard for me to concentrate. Actually, can I, I, have can I get you a donut, money? If, would you get one yeah, with sure. me? You want to just yeah, so yeah, we yeah. can get rid of them all? Yeah, yeah, no, if you no, could, no, yeah. Dave, you do one as well. Dave, just so we can get rid of these. I'll Let's just one. get rid of the donuts. That way, it's not a distraction. Sorry, sorry, Eddie Spaghetti. You want one as well, Eddie? Mini spaghetti. Yeah. Eddie Angel hair. I Any interest I, in a donut for either one of trust you? Trust me, I want to eat the whole box. Oh, I'm, look, 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 look. Uh, oh, there's a little holding it. Mini Eddie uh, got one already. I want to eat that Long whole job. box and and make while making direct eye contact you with eat you. The box. I do. I want to eat the whole thing, but I can't. I gotta. I gotta lay off. There you go, Dave. Thank you. I was just too distracted. These have I, the nice pudding inside. I Wait, do they? No. Oh, these are just, that's all that is. It's just uh, a Now, the way that Zaxby's does their donuts. I'm going to have this one because it's closest <laughs> in to In a more traditional manner. Ooh, tastes like chicken. Right. Ooh. Delicious. You know what I learned from Alton Brown, famous okay. chef, sure. and also uh, probably the most popular face now on the Food Network? This was you're doing food TV, small bites. That is this, right. This isn't food because TV, Because then you can continue to talk while you have a small bite this of food This isn't food TV. I may have. Uh, I know it allows us to continue our conversation without. I'm, I'm not stuff. worried about that. I'm just oh, going to really? eat the donut the way I want to. <laughs> I may have mentioned uh, before. I uh, I once worked on the Man Show, and Indeed. this this the got one and a half of that show with Jimmy Kimmel. He to this day makes that same mistake on television all the time. Too takes a, a massive bite because he wants to be authentic. You know, he's uh, Ooh, right. You know, he's a he's a method eater. See, and now that I've done so this, he has, to, he has to eat as big a bite of whatever it is, and then he has to like struggle for the next uh, 58 seconds right. on camera, trying to talk with his mouth full. You know what just occurred to me? The eyes of judgment I locked think, in the room, Mark I think Brady. These, yes, they did. That, that did occur to me. I think these donuts were for the crew. Uh, and, and I think we've eaten a whole lot. They're delicious. Now go get yourself some. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Right, um, let's let's dig in on week fourteen. I'm we digging in all right. Some donuts. I do want to say before no, we go uh, any further. Victoria. The issue with these donuts is that they're raised, and of course, why just survive on raised donuts in a world that includes cake donuts? Right. That's living. The cake right. donut is. Superior. I'm eating one right now. Yeah. You got a cake one? I did. Yeah. You stink. Well, I got I got stuck with the raised business. Just like tastes like bread with some slathered with a little bit of I cream you, on oh, top. Dave's too good for donuts donut. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just described what a donut is. No, bread. no, no. A cake, a, a cake has some heft to it. Means yep. something in your belly, you know? Oh, it's your belly doesn't forget belly. what's in there. Right. <laughs> good for you. Enjoy that. I uh, hope you, Henry. everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. I don't want to go too far on the food thing uh, when I get into football. Sure. But another thing I observed coming out of Thanksgiving 2019, what gives? It feels like this is the year where our society of, um, of narcissists just decided, I don't like turkey, and so we're doing surf and turf at the house, or lasagna at the house, or other. It's an interesting observation. Well, did you, did you I, hear I, a lot of that? Not a lot of turkeys going around, we, not I mean, as many. We talked about it a week ago when we were here with Cole Wright. If turkey was such a great product, if it was such a great meat, why mm. would you only eat it once a year? I don't believe that's how America thinks when it comes to food or, in fact, anything. Fair point. If it's good enough, you wouldn't restrict it just to, to Thanksgiving. So, and which is why, wow. you know, my point stands. Turkey is a bottom five meat. It's not in the top ten meats well, out there. From a man who was raised on mutton. 
You know your meats. <laughs> mutton's, mutton's above turkey. Oh, it is not. <laughs> yeah, of mutton course is, it is not above turkey. Of course it is. No, that is lamb crazy is, talk. Lamb is, but mutton, I love mutton's, lamb. Mutton mutton's is not. probably just on the same level no, as turkey. No, it is below. No, lamb is above turkey. Lamb is above turkey, mutton is below. Mutton is above turkey. The debate is turkey. I think the I think the baseline evaluation of turkey is duck. You know? Yeah, I think below duck. I think it's, uh, I'll, I'll take that's turkey. Crazy. If I have to choose one to the exclusion of the other for the rest of my life, mm. I'm going to go with turkey. Only because duck is so rich that that's, you couldn't you keep out. eating it. But it yeah, knocks it you out. That, 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 that's not the You're reason. You're sleeping on a nice turkey sandwich. Put together Leftover with the, with the turkey sandwich day after Thanksgiving, delicious. The, Especially uh, the, the, King's Hawaiian roll, little mayo. Oh boy. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's All of those it. things, a little mayo, because you need something to take away the taste of the fact that no, turkey, no. basically, especially when it's a day old, doesn't really taste amazing. Are you running around eating plain chicken? Yeah, no. exactly. I love plain some, chicken. No, you don't. Well, you, you put at least something it on it. You're putting oil or you're putting some uh, hmm. some lemon. You're putting a little some, bit of sauce on yep. it. Maybe, Maybe a nice mole. Glaze. I mean, <laughs> right? It's not like you're eating it dry. It's okay to put stuff on meat. Jeez. I'm with you. Well, I, I, I feel bad that that came up because that was a, an embarrassing, perhaps the most embarrassing moment of Cole Wright's life when he, when he tried to make a case for the deliciousness of turkey. It's like it's not even a top five meat, no, man. No, I mean, not whatever, even close. no matter how optimistic you are. Anywho, I mentioned Duck a minute ago, and that reminds me to talk about pro football because it's one of the feel good stories going in the 2019 season. Hey, Dave, would you mind introducing me? <laughs> so we, got, we got taken so off, we got taken a little off oh, track I didn't, by, I didn't by, you. Um, He's riding by high with his beloved Miami Dolphins. They're Thank taking you. on all comers. Another win awaits them on Sunday in, uh, in New Jersey against the Jets, or does it? We'll figure it out. It's Handsome Hank. Thanks, Dave. Handsome? I only did that because sometimes I feel if you haven't introduced me, should I still be talking or right. am I waiting for something? Not official. Um, something's yes. knocking around in something's the back of my head. Right. I and then, yeah, something. exactly. Right. But it was really like the money and the me. donut thing. I was distracted. Yep. Now have I feel great. Have you eaten your donut already? Uh, I, I didn't eat it. I dusted <laughs> that donut. Should we later on, let's share that go. last one. Let's uh, close I that I just box realized, there. see, it's always a great day when you learn something new, especially mm. at my advanced age. Today is the first day I ever found out that a long john doesn't include cream. Why would anybody order that thing? What? Why would you what? order that? Why really? would you order a long john in a world of buttermilk? It's a bar. It's, uh, it's just shaped differently. Maybe you don't like the hole in the I'm middle. You so you're it. not going to eat that? No, you want that? I mean, maybe in a bit. Oh, <laughs> in like 10 that. minutes. We might have to send uh, mini spaghetti out for uh, refreshments, some more donuts. Let's talk pro football for a little bit, shall we? And let's get the reactions. Everybody Frosting else is doing it. Fingers. I'm not going to lick them. The big, <laughs> all, all the MVP talk, that's taking a back seat. The playoff picture, by the way, that is one of my very favorite activities. When your team is in the mix in any given pro football year, right around now, when you get to sit down and think like, Okay, so my team needs to win that one and win that one. If they can lose that one, because that's in the other conference, but then that team, if that team wins and they're going to jump past us, that's what some of the most fun stuff. Go to well, NFL.com. That's what you've been doing. The playoff picture stuff is that's super fun. That's all you've fun. been doing. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. It's a, a very one. exciting time. It, it really is. What very does your calculus say? Nine and seven or ten and six? I uh, I've been consistent. I, I really nailed that uh, way back when in September. I said nine and seven is where they're going to finish. It's an issue of is 10 the threshold, mm. and it feels like it's getting to be 9 now. Yeah, look, but it yes. depends which 9. It's up. like, a, have you beaten the right teams to be the one? I that, think as it stands they, right and now, and the I think Steelers they're in, they're in good The Steelers good have it right now, but the Titans are even with them, and, you know, the... the, the they're right, a game up the, in the conference record. Though. All the 6-6 six and six teams are likely done, if you if you do the math on yes. it. But, uh, but, yeah, so it kind of is going to come down to 
Titans or Steelers, and the Raiders could do themselves and the Steelers a big favor by vanquishing the Titans in the East Bay this weekend. But as I say, a lot of these issues have taken a back seat because the um, the coaching um, uh, you know roller coaster the, the carousel has begun. The carousel, Ooh. yeah, got going a little early this year, and I think ultimately a good move. A lot of people are praising David Tepper for doing it, saying. Well, I don't want to be doing this and Ron Rivera not knowing what's going on. I'm going to do him a solid and let him go and see what else is out there now yeah. while we commence with our coaching search. Ron Rivera, does he land anywhere? Handsome Hank in time for 2020. I think he does for exactly the reason that you said. I think he's now on the market for the clubs that are going to wind up looking for, for a coach. And there's probably going to be uh, six, seven teams in that in in that um, mix. And then also... It means that they can get a head start on and actually talk to coaches without them saying, I don't want to talk to you guys because you're, you have someone in place. I also, I said it earlier today, I've, I can't remember a more respectful, kind of mutually respectful parting of ways between a coach mm. and a team than, than Ron Rivera leaving the Panthers. I think it's, you know, it's great. They gave him a chance to have a press conference and talk to the players today and everything else, you know, a day after they, they announced it. The owner explained, which you very rarely see an owner sit down and explain why he did this and, and have a really good reasoning behind it. I thought it was, I think the whole thing just, you know, it's not, not a good thing. Someone's losing a job. I do think Ron Rivera will find a new job pretty quickly, and I think the Giants and the Browns are some of the teams that should be thinking about about him in the future. But it just seems like a, a really kind of a, a good way of handling it. Yeah, recycling coaches doesn't always work, but there is some evidence that if you're a successful coach, right. not merely a guy who's held the position before, Andy Reid's a good example of that. Sometimes it does, you know, and I think if you just ride it out in the – over the decade or whatever, that eventually it'll come back around for Ron Rivera. Yeah. David Tepper wants to move on and put his uh, his um, brand on this, put his stamp on, on the team that he owns. That's his right. I think Ron Rivera, though, will go somewhere and succeed. And there are some prime places that make a ton of sense. The Browns make a lot That's of sense. That's the number one to me. That's You, you just need stability. You need uh, consistency. Someone who's been through it at the highest levels, took a quarterback to an MVP season in the regular season, a team to the Super Bowl. Like, you look at what that team is, and it's exactly what we said it was going to be at the start of the season for those that did not believe in Believeland. Um, that it was just you have a first-year head coach, too many dominant personalities. If it barely gets off the rails, it's going to become an instant mess, and I think Freddie Kitchens has proven everybody right. Um, now, whether or not John Dorsey wants to bring in a dominant personality like that, I don't know, um, or if he would be more interested in uh, a quarterback guru whisperer to pair with Baker Mayfield. To me, that's what you need there. You have enough talent. Just get yeah, some stability. I, think, get I, some see, I think the balance is what has, seems to have worked in the 21st century is if, you're, if the focal point of what you want to do is the QB and you have this volatile guy in Baker Mayfield, I think you find somebody to work with him, but you then get a defensive guy as your head coach. That would be a, right. a perfect marriage. It worked, obviously, in Carolina with Cam and uh, and Rivera, so why not up in Cleveland? I wonder with the Jets, if that might make some sense. It sounds like they're not going to move on. Uh, then the Giants become a possibility. It's a This is an exciting time because the names, you know Lincoln Riley's name. It, it seems almost certain he's going to move. Do you? You're tied in, it feels to me, money through you and Petros into college football. Do you get the sense that Lincoln Riley is ultimately going to move? The number one name I, I keep hearing with college to the pros is Matt Rule. Yeah. Um, just because he should have been the Jets head coach. It was ridiculous what McKagan did to that guy and told him he couldn't pick his own staff. He should have been the head coach there. And by all accounts, um, he is a, a legitimate candidate for a number, spo number of spots. You see, you've heard him tied to Jacksonville. Um, now, 
what happens if Baylor wins? You know, if Baylor defeats Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game, you're talking about avenging your only loss. Probably, I think, because of rules profile, a higher profile with the media program compared to Utah and Kyle Winningham. And then you get into the playoff and you're, you're Matt Rule after your team was basically winless, the one you inherited, an absolute disaster of a situation that Art Bryles left behind, a disgusting situation, really, that you had to clean up, um, essentially vanquish three-quarters of your team and you're already in the playoff. I don't know. Boy, they got, they got a lot of money in Texas. I don't know if you funny. can walk away from that. It's funny. I had I had not considered the meaning of that game because whoever wins that game, that guy is going to be less accessible for NFL interviews for the next month, right? Oh, and yeah, he could he could fall behind a little bit. Right. But Lincoln Riley, for obvious reasons, makes sense to move up to Cleveland and work with his old pal Bake. And Urban Meyer is skewing towards college. Do you think he takes a USC game? Well, I think the USC would love to have him. I think. I mean. And, and look, SC is weird. It's a weird, um, you have a long, like the best way I can, I can explain USC is think of it as Washington, D.C., where people get so obsessed with elected officials that they forget there are Washington, D.C. lifers that run that place. And they have been there for 40 or 50 years, and it is damn near impossible to get anything done without them cooperating. SC is very similar where you have a board of trustees, you have people that have been involved in that university for decades, and they struggle to relinquish any control, which is why you have coaches like Sarkeesian, like Lane Kiffin, you know, when Pete Carroll came in, like Pete Carroll, because they want people they can control. And I'll those people you, you don't want to let it go. And that's laugh. why Urban is, is a tough fit for them. NFL fans will laugh at this idea in the in the calendar year 2019. But the guy who would turn that team around and make and elevate them a little bit is Jeff Fisher. I, I, I know people think that's <laughs> silly. <laughs> I think that, that actually that actually would not be Let me see what's uh, what's uh, coming up next year. I'm just uh, going <laughs> to... I'm just telling you, I think that that one would work out. And the other name... I just can't imagine Jeff Fisher going into a living room. I mean, you have to recruit. You've got kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in, uh, I was in NFL see, head coach. Does, I know I don't, exactly I don't think what it that takes. Works. I, don't, I don't think that works as well as it used to just because of the amount. I mean, Alabama's going to probably have 10 guys go in the first round. So appreciate that you were there, Jeff Fisher. But Nick Saban is putting 10 guys into the NFL oh, well, in the first round this year. You just bring me to my year. next name, Nick Saban. Do you think he bounces out of Tuscaloosa, handsome Hank's hometown, and, uh, and moves on to, <laughs> to the NFL world uh, once again? I think this year there's a window. Uh, Nick is, really? He's just such a prickly guy that he gets upset over little things. And I could see people in Alabama saying, what a, what a disgusting year, 12 men on the field, penalty, illegal substitution. We should, doggone it, we ought to be there. They say, you know, uh, Saban's mailing it in and him being like, wait a minute. I lost one game on a fluky play and another one because my backup quarterback threw two pick sixes and I don't even have my starting guy and you're telling me that it was a disgusting year and I need to control... See you guys later. I'm out of here. Yeah, let's see what life is like without me. Like, I could envision that sort of scenario. I could see him doing all I... of that and then parlaying it into an even bigger contract in Alabama and sticking around. Could be for... that as well. Right. That, that's a possibility. And uh, one other name I want to throw out there because it did come up a couple of years ago when the Giants had, uh, had some availability. And if you've been watching the 100th year stuff, the position group stuff that Chris Collinsworth and Eisen and Bill Belichick are doing, he seems awfully enamored with his uh, Lawrence Taylor Giants days. There, you know, he still is tied in Bill Parcells, all that That's kind of one. stuff. Doesn't that make sense for <clears> them to the throw money at 
But also, doesn't it make sense for Jerry Jones now presumably going to be leaving the Jason Garrett era to say, you know, blank check. What do you want? I don't, coach? See, I, and I will be out of the way. I already am out of the he way. Won't. He, he, he can't. He, won't, but he, he can't. might say that, but he, he can't. Steven he can't. is the GM, not Jerry at this point. But, say like, yeah, guess what? Steven doesn't have to say anything, coach. But people want to hear from Jerry because they don't want to hear from Jason Garrett. Right. Once... Nick Saban shows up. They're not going to want to hear from Jerry anymore. All they care about is what Nick Saban has to say. Well, no, maybe Nick goes to Foxborough to take over for his friend Bill. So you're saying Bill, and Bill goes is to going the Giants to or he goes to the Cowboys. Or Jim Harbaugh, if you want a short-term Ooh. spike, my, send Jim, a, my brain's a pretzel send, now. send Jim Harbaugh to Cleveland. That would be a quick turnaround. You want to take advantage of having Odell and Jarvis <laughs> and managing big personalities? Jim Harbaugh would do well okay, with wait, that for so three years. Cleveland. So, yeah. Saban, go, Saban, Saban goes, goes to, to New York or to, to Dallas? To, Ron, to Boston. We got to figure out where Ron to, Rivera is moving. USC? I don't know. <coughs> anyway, okay. let's yeah. move on and now let's jump into this week's edition of Fresh Takes presented again by our pals at Zaxby's. Reminder, home of the famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. And now I hear donuts. I'm still looking to confirm the uh, veracity of that. Donuts. But, but today's question is, <laughs> in honor of the aforementioned 100th year all-time team, a lot of controversy. I suppose that's what it's supposed to do is to Create make you debate. Cook. Well, it is, yeah. and it depends on what generation you grew up in, and that's where you're going to, to sure. line up. That kind of makes sense. I will say again, though, Dutch Clark and these guys, Bill Hewitt, like guys who played without helmets, it was a minor league sport in the 30s. What relevance they have? They couldn't play in the 80s. All those guys could do was play in their decade and absolutely dominate the competition. Dominate that's all the they could do. Yeah, the competition was my forefather. That's who. That that's the level of was a non. If you were a high end athlete in 1932, you would have been a, a prize fighter or a baseball player. Football wouldn't have been an option. That's why it doesn't make Maybe a difference. Maybe they were violent, and that was their outlet. Here's the thing. Baseball, if you want to use as a measure Major League Baseball, you're doing it wrong because Babe Ruth basically kind of, those Yankees, the early 20s, coming out of the, the Black Sox scandal, the, those Yankees kind of ignite the modern era. Now, 25 years later, Jackie Robinson integrates the game, and that's the most seminal moment, and then breaking balls. For, for a practical um, reason, impact baseball too. But you largely, it's a team sport, but it's an individual deed standing in the batter's box. And you can evaluate statistics over generations more easily right. like that. I'm, this I'm is, not going to die on that hill. You're fine. It's cra- I mean, like Sammy Baugh, <laughs> right? great. Okay. Otto Graham did what? All right, I mean, who cares? It was a minor league sport. But to the here and fine. now, let's I don't get like to, some- uh, Let's get to Carnell Lake, Rod Woodson, Troy Polamalu. Who's your fourth? <laughs> I didn't even tell you what we're just, talking let's about just get yet. To it. I didn't yeah. even tell you what we're talking about yet. <laughs> just fast forward. Coming up of the this week, Belichick and company are going to be chopping up the secondary. They give themselves, I think, it's seven corners and and four safeties. We'll just uh, let's uh, let's just two and two. Two, yeah, give two, 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 two. I'll even throw you a right. nickel if you want. If you want to throw a nickel, well, in we'll there. Throw a nickel. Who's a Steeler that I forgot? Yeah. Somehow, got to make sure he gets in. Minka Fitzpatrick, he's in. Yeah. Well, you know what? Joe Hayden with a big-time yeah. interception to right. close out those oh, rounds. Yeah. Now, I will go with, and all right, now you're going to get angry. Or not get angry. I'm not going to get angry. I'm just going to say, yeah, of course. All right, I'll be interested then. I'll lay out mine for you, and then you can provide any points. Why don't we lay out ours? Because right. they're less, there's more mystery in ours than Okay, yours. fine, go. <laughs> my, number, my number one pick, the best player in the secondary I've ever seen play, 
does actually fit for you, it's Rod Woodson. Yes. I think Rod Woodson is the, the best defensive back I've ever watched. Number one. Great. All right. We all sign off then. My number two? Yep. Deion Sanders. I'm with you there, money. Oh, wait, so there are the, wait, wait, wait. If you're watching us and we encourage you to do Woodson so was on ridiculous. YouTube, Woodson look was, at him. A highlight. At his best. A story was, old as time. The Steelers defeating the Browns. Rod Woodson this time with the, uh, with the glory. He gets the pick there. And... There's Rod Woodson as a safety, safety. and he shares that with, uh, with Charles Woodson playing both Dominated positions both. well mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah, Charles Woodson more than Rod Woodson, really. That, it felt like you were past Rod Woodson's prime by the time he made that switch. Charles Woodson, I remember the whispers at the time, like, I don't think he can make it as a corner anymore. He's going to make the switch to safety, a la Woodson, but he thrived for like another eight, nine yeah. years, yeah. it seems like. So Charles Woodson is in the mix. All right, so there's our corners. Uh, yeah, so Safeties. they're the corners. My safety. Well, I, I, I want one more corner. To, well, two more. <laughs> From Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, Darrell Revis is the best corner of the 21st century, right? Mm. I think Darrell yeah. gets into that conversation. I mean, if you're talking peak, I think Champ Bailey's in or that Champ. conversation as peak level. Um, but I just think of longevity. Like to me, there's, a, there's such a big separation yeah. between Rod Dion and everyone yeah, else. Exactly. I think now we're talking Daryl Green and Aeneas Williams yep. and Champ Bailey and Darrell Revis, and you can, you know, like you said, where did you grow up? What were you watching? Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, you know, I Laugh think certainly Darrell's in there. Laugh it up all you want, but the guy who you who who you really do need to throw out when you when you have this conversation. Oh, by the way, Mark Haynes is another one. Absolutely. Yep. Um, with the Patriots and then with the Raiders, of course, and with Lester Hayes on the other side, they shut down the greatest offense that the NFL probably had ever seen to that point when they vanquished those Redskins in uh, in Super Bowl 18. That's the famous Marcus Allen turnaround. And, I would probably uh, put Haynes ahead of any of those guys, too. Well, the I other think. one, I mean, the guy who, who, who really has to be shouted out is Mel Blunt. He literally made them change the rules. He was too dominant. Yes. He was too physical no on NFL Mel. wide receivers yep. that they literally modified the rules before 1978 to reduce the impact that a, a corner could have in handling a guy. Fine with that. So I, I, I think he, I mean, I, I don't know how you lay it out there, but I think if we're going to include a nickel, which I have just now decided we are, I think you got to go Woodson, Blunt, and Dion. Okay. Fine. Okay. Fine with that. Safety. I'm taking Ronnie Locke. Obviously. Sure. Ronnie and then Locke. I would take Ed Reed. And then I would take Ed Reed. That's okay. what I would do. Those That's would be fair. my I safeties. Know, I know you don't. I know Come you're on, saying. Dave. I know what Sa- I know what you're getting at. That's fine. You can have. I'll, uh, but I'll, I, but I'll, I'll, I mean, those. Are, I'm, you I'm gave not just me my. That. You gave me my nickel. I'll I'll, I'll allow you your. I'm, Ed not, Reed. I'm not. Get, this isn't about you. No, you don't have to give. You don't have to give us. Those are the two best safeties of all time. It's not close. Who's on your mind? Earl Thomas. Oh God! Did you did you see what Mostert did to him? No. <laughs> Earl's seen his best days. Yes, he uh, just go ahead and watch the replay of that Mostert run down that sideline when, when, when yeah. Earl got stuck. He really has. The idea, it's a classic case of like, oh, wow, he looks all used up in Seattle, and mm. Pete Carroll doesn't seem to really care if he moves on at this point. We'll fix him. Yeah. Oh, he'll be good for us. Yeah, that, that, just watch Didn't that one play. Yeah. It's like, ooh, yeah, he had move like he used to. Um, okay, obviously Troy Palomalu would be somebody you would He's consider. He's behind Ed Reed. Yeah. I guess so. Yes. No, you don't guess so. You know, you know, he it's, is. Just, it's, it's okay. It's all right. Troy's I, a great player. But don't, but don't He's present not this Ed Reed. Like you've given Where's us my one. Ed Reed video? Why do I only have Troy Polamalu right. B-roll? Well, how how do I not have Ed Reed B-roll? These guys know, these guys know who show, whose show this is. I don't like the B-roll because I can tell by looking at it and looking at the light, and it's sad There's that I can tell that that was from the uh, AFC title game in uh, 2000, that. That. January. Look at that. Feel the I watch. I mean, come on. 
fantastic. Oh, my heart Ed is Ed Reed? Ed Reed. It's, Ray, it's, Ed and, it's Ed and Ronnie. It's, you know, if you showed it, though, to the untrained eye, to the novice football fans' That's eye. That's not who I want to make okay, my list of the four greatest. Okay, but I'm just saying, if you saw it, who, I want the untrained eye to make my list. What defensive player this side of Lawrence Taylor made splashier plays more consistently than Troy Polamalu? But I, I'm just throwing that out. Splashy plays okay. leads to missed assignments because of over-pursuit. And that's, you know, that's what you took with Troy. You took yeah, the good I with the bad. He, he guessed uh, right. Hey, he guessed right. Now that I see the orange crush, where's my Atwater highlights too? Right. Let well, me see. You know I Let love me see some thumping. The other guy, I love the, the other guy Atwater. on this list, and you, Dave, you mentioned earlier, like who did you grow up with? Kenny Easley was a yes. was a guy that, I, when I first discovered the sport, was I don't know why, but just caught my eye because he was so he seemed ahead of his time playing mm-hmm. that position. Yep. And it was him and Ronnie Lott who were who were the best in the. And game the other guy who died young was Don Rogers for the Browns was dynamite and tracking towards a great career. Sean Taylor. Another guy Eric who Turner, certainly another guy soon. for the Browns, playing right. safety, who was a great player. Um, and uh, I guess we can throw Jake Scott in there, the most yep. famous Miami Dolphins number 13 ever. The only Miami Dolphins number 13 to ever hoist the Super Bowl MVP trophy. That's right. That's weird. It's a good little uh, trivia question for you. Eddie Spaghetti, remember that one. Impress your friends with that one. Okay. Um, Use your noodle. Okay, so there we did. So there Good we stuff. go. I think we did really well. Though. I think so too. That was nice and clean. I thought yeah, we I thought we did a decent job. Sure. I just wonder did we week. forget They're anybody also picking that... the kicker and punching for we'll the take a pass on that one. Let's not do that. I mean, that's a pretty easy one too. Anyway, right? I don't know about punter. I don't have strong opinions on punters. Right. But I mean, I think Adam, Reggie Roby. Should we throw Reggie Roby? You said Justin in Tucker. It's got to be Justin Tucker. I mean, what about the clutch kicks of Adam? He's not even on this list, actually. In the Super Bowl, yeah, the snow game, the tuck rule game. I mean, that yeah. knuckleball that he put through that started the dynasty and then a game winner in New Orleans against the mighty Rams. I mean, come on. And then then, one, what do I want then a game winner in, against yeah. the Panthers. I want. That's what I want. I yeah. want clutch. I that's all you care about from your kicker. Whatever with your 90% connection rate, Tucker. Don't care. Money, you and <laughs> I have gotten to talk to Adam Vinatieri a few times Multiple now. Multiple times. Super Every Bowl. Super Bowl. He's always delightful, huh? Yeah. Why He's wouldn't a, he be, right? He's a I guess Dakota so. kid who's, who's never got an tackled. Right. Made no. a famous Amsterdam. tackle early in his career. Right. Never had Played to touch for the Amsterdam other. Admirals. Is that right? NFL Europe. Yep. Punter and kicker. Really? Yep. That explains a lot. It does, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> you learn how to stay calm yeah. in tense moments exactly. when you're playing for the old Admirals of Amsterdam. Exactly. Yes, you do. <laughs> Matt Money Smith, if yes. you would, you've really championed, and it's uh, it's beautiful. You know, a lot of guys in your position would be looking out for number one and whatever happens to the riffraff beneath me, I don't care. But you have used your uh, your position of influence to try and help Eddie Spaghetti out. Yes. Reach another high-profile radio gig, specifically the fan in New York as, uh, as uh, you know, Mad Dog or uh, Mike. Mike's make, on. Make, is, uh, Mike He's ready to go on the fan. And Spaghetti wants that gig. New York Sports Radio. I think the, I think the news of Wednesday about uh, Daniel about Danny Dimes and oh, Eli. Oh, yeah, this I, I don't want to put it in your head. You usually play caller, New York-based caller, okay. into the Spaghetti show. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I'll be... I'll be uh, Ernie from Queens. Ernie from Queens? All Ernie right. from Queens. Here we go. All right, before the break, uh, some time for calls. Uh, oh, you're Ernie up f- against the break already. Ernie you from Queens. Quick, money. <laughs> Ernie from Queens, uh, you've been holding on for a while. Ernie, what's going on? Eddie, I got to know. How close are we to the break? I got a lot to say. You got are plenty we good? Time. You got enough time. Are we good? All right, here's my question. How about this? How about Eli goes on a two-game run here, right? 
and then you trade them for multiple first-rounders. We replenish the O-line and a D-line, and Gettleman is carried down in a ticker-tape parade through the uh, Alley of Champions. What do you think? Ernie, I got to tell you, uh, you, you know, you two get, firsts is what I want for Eli after these. You got to, you got to stop rubbing that uh, that magic genie bottle. It's not going to happen. I got to tell you, I'm. What do you I'm, mean? It's I'm not going to happen. I'm miserable. This is the worst absolute scenario for the Giants with Eli coming back. Uh, these are must-lose games. You got to be at the top of the draft, and you can't be picking ninth. Daniel Jones beats all the reps. I like take. what you're thinking there because I was thinking the same thing, and I don't want you to make my <laughs> point. I want credit for it here, Eddie. How about this? Lose the games, draft Tua. I don't like this Danny Dimes guy. I'm already done with him. The Cardinals did it last year. Get him out. Get me Tua. What's wrong with Jones? What's wrong with him? This is the worst season I've had to endure. That Look, guy's a nightmare. You're not wrong there. He's taking some bumps along the way, but he's a rookie. He's going to be fine. He needs all the reps he can get, which is hey, why this... Hey, for the newsflash. He's a rookie. This this ankle injury is the worst worst thing to happen to the Giants and Daniel Jones' career. He needs all the reps he can get. You know, getting embarrassed. Uh, Eli getting embarrassed on Monday Night Football versus the Eagles is, is really bad for his legacy as well. We don't just see him go under 500 for his career record. L.A. fans are, now let's critique quickly after. Let's uh, did well. Let's core him. Hey, let's sling some bit. barbs at him now. It's on his board op to pop the guy down yeah. so he can't right. interrupt him. Right. Terrible board op, Eddie. Get a new guy. Sure. Um, <laughs> L.A. radio people are hard to knock off their spot if they decide, hey, Kobe's the best. Like, well, Magic Johnson was really a better Laker than Kobe. Like, no way, man. Why do you think that? Because Kobe's the best, man. Like, that's the kind of circular <laughs> logic you get into with callers there. The people of New York are brassier about it, and they'll shoot you down. Correct me if I'm wrong, Money. In New York especially, the audience is going to require, they're going to respect some pushback from the host. They're not going to let him get rolled like right. he well, just Well, I got think the, the thing is, is New York is, you know, not to get too technical about it, but New York is caller-driven sports radio. That is, and, and L.A. is not. L.A. is host-driven, create your own content. If you're, do, if you're rolling calls in L.A., your show sucks, and you suck. In New York, that's what people want. They want to hear you argue with Ernie from Queens and, and Ronnie from Long Island, and they, and they expect that back and forth because that's just that's their style of sports radio. So you better be on your toes because if a caller humiliates you, you're done. You know, you can't, and that's what's happened to Mike these last few years is yeah. he's just kind of caught himself in these circular arguments. Do we need arguments. to try it again? You want to do a different <laughs> subject? Like, I think I'd like to hear you get up and defend <clears throat> your guy, Danny Dimes, a little bit. Uh, you know, like, take a look around the rest of pro football. We got it good with Danny D You know, like, give, give, give some, give some uh, fight. Call in. I don't need to defend him. You're next this up. Is, One the, call leads us to the next. Come on. This is the worst situation, like, the Giants could possibly have happened to them. How what about I, your Saul from Secaucus? Here we go. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. We got uh, another call on the line. Saul from Secaucus. What's going on? Hey, Eddie, uh, uh, that last guy had some really strong opinions. He did. I don't know why you didn't fight, really. For, I think Danny Dimes is pretty good. Don't you think he's good? But then again, I like to see our boy Eli one last go-round. Good for him, right? Well, a lot of people have been saying that they want to see Eli go out on top. They want to see him go above 500 for his career record, beat the Eagles once. There's, you know, we got another match versus the Eagles. But the problem is this. You have the Redskins and you have the Dolphins in your schedule. If you win this game versus the Eagles and then beat those two teams, you're now out of the running for Chase Young, which is the worst thing to have in this team. Look, you got $70 million in cap space. You got a, possibly a top two pick with the record standing what it is right now. You got to keep it at that the rest of the way. Bottoming out is the best answer for Gettleman and the Giants. I'd like to hear you. This is what I would throw in there to really hammer the point. Like, go get me Kirk Graham. Find me Dave Brown. Anybody, put them in there. I want these games to be lost guaranteed before exactly they kick right. off. 
Exactly. Like, Eddie, you got to come home. Like, when he says that, you got to say, no, saw you, jackass. We got to lose these games. Eli's, a hero. Eli's a hero for all the time Chase in the tri-state. <laughs> but it's time to lose. That's right. I said it. I want to lose. All right, we can go hot take. Alex Tanny should be starting, not Eli. There, that's my hot take. That, but, but you got to say, it's not Alex Tanny should be. You know what I would do? Tanny! Tank with Tanny! Tank with Tanny. That's what I'm doing! Let's get it started. Hashtag tank for Tanny. That's it. Now you got a little now campaign. Now you're owning it. Now we're yeah. doing it. Now, now we got a tank with this Tanny. Cause. There you go. Exactly Fair right. Enough. You yearn for, hashtag yearn for young. That's what I need. Chase Young. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor 2.0. That's what I want. I'm also not lying about the Tanny thing. I think right now, <laughs> legitimately <laughs> is. But think about it. What, but but what good does Eli starting do? It's a lose-lose for Eli. If he wins the game, it throws him out of draft slot, and people are going to now doubt Jones. If he lose, if he gets crushed on national TV, his record's below 500, and uh, it, it's going to be more embarrassing for his legacy. It's a lose-lose. I want you to be spot. bigger, and then I like that. Like, I think if we got oh, we love Eli. You want the truth, though? Alex hey, Tanny. If, uh, hey, guys, like if that, we could just suspend it. Yeah, take the, it down. If we could suspend the charade for a moment, <laughs> I would like Tanny to get the start. <laughs> <laughs> the heck with your charade. Um, you know what? If oh. Cashman doesn't sign Garrett Cole, I'm out as a Yankee fan. Mets, welcome me in. <laughs> What do you got for me there? That might happen. I mean, they had a, uh, hopefully the meeting went well. They said, bottom there line, the, the dollars will be there. <laughs> Cole, you better come here, get out of Anaheim or whatever else Houston you have in mind. New York is the spot. Where do you come down on poultry? Yeah. <laughs> I eat way too much turkey this Thanksgiving, so turkey for me is a probably, uh... Get out of here, you bum. Move back to L.A. We're a pastrami <laughs> town. That's what you should be eating. My meat list begins and ends with sausage. Done. <laughs> Next. All right. Now let's move on. Do we want to uh, talk about the Patriots or just jump in? The state of the Patriots? Or do they intrigue you right I don't now? Know, we could get Willie in. He could do like a four or five minute I don't piece. think we need to revisit no one else that needs subject. To speak, I think right? let's just get to it. Let's go get to the right red to challenge. All right. the week 14 let's red go. challenge flag picks. Red, red challenge, challenge flag picks. Woo-woo. Here we go. You know what? I'll throw one in, a bonus one. Because of this Eli Manning news, it does look like Eli's going to be under center. Let's start with Eddie Spaghetti. Who do the Giants have again? They got the... uh, Eagles on Monday night. Oh, the Eagles Eagles on Monday night, as you mentioned there. All right, go ahead. Suddenly a little more intriguing than it was 24 hours ago. Eddie Spaghetti, Eagles, Giants. Uh, I think it's less intriguing. I think that the Giants would have won with... uh, Not would have won, but I think they would have been more competitive with Jones. Eli's been in really bad versus the Eagles in his career, especially away games. Uh, I this is gonna be pretty brutal. How do you know that Eli hasn't like actually the rest he's had for whatever eight weeks, ten? Put weeks, a little juice in that arm of his, is like, right? Okay, I'm feeling like I'm feeling it around. Good. The I can, issue, I can, well, I can throw the ball. The now. main issue is their tackles have been like Solar's been banged up and Remmers is just not good, and their tackles have been bad. The one reason Jones has been alive is his mobility. Eli has mobility. Uh, Jones' arm also is more alive right now than Eli's was. Eli couldn't hit the sidelines in OTAs, so it's like I just think it's gonna be the one thing I will say positively is that this will be Saquon's best game by far. That's he's going to get a bunch of check down passes. You see the Eagles play last week? I did. They weren't very good. Yeah, they're they're weird though. They're better. Their defense is terrible away. But they're good at home. Their splits are really weird. So I think that's going to happen. The Giants going to run into like a Eagles buzzsaw. Like maybe make a push for the division. Saquon will have a good game. Eli will look fine, but nothing well, great. Well, you know what? As far as Eli goes, all of a sudden it feels like uh, the universe has settled on the idea that Eli is done. That there that there's nothing left there and. He needs to have some dignity and hang it up. If he plays well 
for even one game. I, I think that would be enough, obviously, uh, the 15 prior years. Do you suppose that Eli can play himself back into a starting spot somewhere, not not with the Giants, obviously, but with a QB needy team for 2020? Not as a starter. No? No, I think someone could take a flyer as a backup if he wants. I don't know if he wants that, but I don't think anyone's signing him. I wonder, you know, I guess starter. the spot I, I mean, remains for him. If, if they one per- game is not going to be enough. If he, if for whatever reason, plays he plays three, out the stretch and they, he lights it up, and then maybe there's a chance, but one game against the Eagles. I don't know. Matt Flynn got paid a lot. I know different yeah, uh, age was and everything. Not at the, he uh, wasn't no, his own know, commodity. But, uh, no one knew who he was right. but that one game, you know, and he immediately got Everyone's beat out by a Everyone's seen Eli for the rookie. last two years looking like he was falling apart. Well, at least by for himself, if he plays well, I wonder if he thinks like, I was ready to hang it up and I want to be a backup, but maybe if I can get into a spot where I can compete in training camp, I'll give it a shot. The, the place for him, as far as a backup goes, is to go back and catch up with Tom Coughlin, whereas, which is what... Well, I, I don't know if Tom Coughlin's going to be there. I know. Well, Foles, they're going to have to move on yeah, from, right? So. If they're going to roll with Minshew, is Foles just going to yeah. stand there and take yeah. his I guess that's a... He's pretty good he's at that. To do that, yeah. Once a, a weird... So I think we're all... One of the weirdest... Mis- okay, are we... All agree? taking the Eagles? Yeah. We're all taking the Eagles. I just wanted to throw that one in there. Okay, let's move on to the big ones here. And, uh, boy, massive stuff here. I say it all the time, and it bears repeating for the million and first time, which is 17 of the last 20 teams to go to the Super Bowl had a bye. So it is just an illusion that that what you're chasing is to get into the mix. What you practically need, what you realistically need, based on the last uh, decade of evidence, is you need to not just get in, you have to be able to take a week off before your game. Is it about the week off or is it about playing at home? I think it's the one less. I think the teams are so close. Yeah. Oh, do you? Absolutely. I think it I think it is more I mean, it is so hard to win games that to not have to win three and only win two is such a huge advantage to me. Yeah, I think right. It's it's one fewer game that 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 you have to win. It's so much bigger than anything. I think the teams are closely packed together. Dominance is, is But I think even the wild card teams. You know, to some degree, you know, especially in the NFC. I mean, either Seattle or San Francisco are going to be a wild card team. Yeah. I want no part of that. You know what I mean? If you're if you're the bottom team, if you're the Cowboys <clears throat> or the Vikings or Packers, and your first round right. opponent is the Niners or the Seahawks, right. it's like, ugh. Right. You know? Well, that's the way it's tracking so right now is that you're going to get the right. Niners down in uh, in Big D for a right. classic playoff game in terms of uh, you know the the postseason history between those two teams. And the 49ers, uh, they are right now, it's an interesting statistic, margin of victory, or, or uh, I'm sorry, a point differential. The Patriots and the Ravens and the Niners are tracking to historic levels versus the preceding six teams. The top, the, the top two teams in scoring margin in each of the last six seasons made it to, at minimum, the conference title game. So the, the Niners would be the anomaly of that statistic if they couldn't break through. But the Saints, they beat them, then they're back in a decent spot, and it, it probably still comes down to that Week 17 game in Seattle, which is uh, marvelous stuff. But to the here and now, handsome Hank, Niners, Saints, choose. Oh, I can't wait to hear what everybody says about this one. I'm going to take the Niners. Are you really? Yep, at the What? Man, Money Smith, and there goes Eddie Spaghetti. Threw it. Go ahead, Spaghetti. You're the only one to throw the flag. Make your case for the Saints. Um, I can't believe all three of us took the Niners. See, I thought I was going to be the uh, the lone wolf, as they are on the uh, game. Well, you know, I self-validate. I picked the Niners to win the division. I can't jump <clears throat> off now. Right. 
Uh, as uh, I will say this, as the number one overall leader for the Red Challenge flag picks, uh, whatever. Oh, whatever, I went seven and one last yeah. week. I went this, five and zero oh last time. This, out, okay, <laughs> this is the toughest week I think to pick games by far. Um, I'm just taking the Saints because one at home, four hours coming off a tough loss. I think they may like you know kind of go skid a bit and like they're afraid now that the Seahawks are in the division lead like mentally if the players are right. Um, and again, it just comes down to I just don't if Drew Brees is on fire with Mike Thomas, I just don't see Jimmy G going score for score with him. That being said, what can the 49ers defense do? To me, it's like a 51-49 percentage game, this one. I'm just a coin flip. Like, I don't know. I'm going to go. So you go with the Superdome? Yeah, pretty much. 51-49, go home team. Yeah, they haven't been <laughs> as dominant this year, though, no. under the Dome, so I don't think that's as big a factor as it would have been, you would have pointed it out a ago. year ago. Right. Yeah. Um, and Drew Brees hasn't been on fire no. like he has in the past, especially against a defense like this one. People, I, I don't know what it is with Drew Brees that people don't like to say that. People jump all over Tom Brady, I guess because they want to knock him off the football right. mountain. Drew right. Brees is still, and people don't, they, they take offense when you point out, like, yep. Drew Brees doesn't look magical anymore, right? right? Michael Thomas I mean, is, he has his is, I mean, he's still is, got the completion percentage, but yeah, the sizzle just... Look at, look at the passes he's thrown. That's too. what I mean. The yeah. sizzle's not there. Um, and, and then Alvin Kamara's not not right. at full strength. And Kittle's just such a difference maker yeah. that's, I, when he's out there. That's exactly you know, right. You yeah. pair that defense with an offense that has a difference maker like Kittle, and that's the guy that it's been. You know, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to have it. And Debo Samuel's starting to emerge now. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, as we <clears> forecast And again, the show. they have so much speed at running back that it just seems like it doesn't matter who they put back there. There's right. a physical, fast back to be the identity of what Kyle Shanahan wants They all do look very similar, don't they, those running yes, backs? Yes, they do. Like, I mean, oh, look at them. They're all muscly, and then they turn the corner, like, whoop, there he yep. goes. Um, so, yeah, I just – I look, Eddie said it was a tough loss they're coming off. I thought it was a great loss. Yeah. I mean, they had a game plan. They came in. They executed it perfectly, and they just happened to be playing a very good team um, and a break or a bounce here or there, and the Niners get out of there with a win. This is a, this is a Ravens team that had just dominated the Texans, the That's Patriots. Right. I mean, any good team that came in there, they wrecked, and the Niners were trading blows with them. If you so, played that game at a, at a neutral right. venue, potentially, let's say, Miami, right. for example, exactly. in February, who knows how that shows up. Well, and then you wonder if it rains in Miami on that if you do get this Super Bowl. Mm. It, uh, some people ironic. would call that ironic. That yeah, I think so. Those other people would call it got coincidental. That first. I would. Or coincidental. <laughs> I, yeah, I think Either one. I, I, the bottom line is I'm right and uh, <laughs> I'm not bad. But, but um, yes, I mean, the, the, I keep saying this about the Niners. How many signature wins do they need to have before people stop acknowledging, hey, this is going to make people start paying attention to the 49ers. Right, right. How many of those games do they have to play? Their two losses, overtime to the Seahawks without Emmanuel Sanders and George Kittle. And they had a chance to and win a, it with a kicker. And the backup kicker misses the kick, right. or else they would have been undefeated after that one. And then this loss. And, you know, you always talk about what do you learn, a copycat league, what, what will the rest of the league pick up from what the Niners did to slow that down. The rain maybe impacts everything. I don't know that the rain throws it that off. maybe helps the Niners a little bit. Maybe, but but either way, the thing you just can't replicate is the thing we've talked about all season is that that the the front that they have. I mean, Fred Warner now getting some buzz and everything, yeah. but that it's the front that, yeah, you can't run. It, it makes it much harder for Lamar Jackson or any other human being to run when the when your D tackles and and, and uh, Nick Bosa are getting such a push that they're that they're disrupting your ability to even turn around and hand the ball off to a guy. So I, I think that that obviously um, uh, you know you get that will travel down the to New Orleans and like I the Niners. Think, 
I don't think anybody's going to be stunned if the, I like the Saints win it, but yes. I'm with you. All right. There we go. One down. <laughs> I'm with you. Several to go. Now we go to the Ravens and the Bills. Matt Money Smith, the Ravens riding high, back to that margin of victory business that I, I already brought up. Talk about a historic thing. The average, the league leaders average around 12 points uh, at, by the end of the year in margin of victory the, over the last six years. The, the mighty Chiefs, as a, for instance, 12 points a game is what their, uh, what their wins uh, came by a year ago. These Ravens are winning games by 16 and a half points. And on the road, it's 22 points, 22 points. They're obliterating teams on the road. Why the Bills might be able to stand up to that, I don't know. But let's get an answer from Matt Money Smith. Yeah. Baltimore, Buffalo, choose. Boy, oh boy, this is tough. It is. I do believe this is tough. Um, I'll take the Ravens. I'll throw it. You know Good. what? Really? I, I, I'm not kidding. Like, I thought it was I, I a mean, tough I, a tough call. A week ago, you didn't think that the Bills could beat the Cowboys. No, I didn't. <laughs> and I took the Bills over the and Cowboys. And I took the Bills over the Cowboys. And now you think the Bills can beat the Ravens. At home. I think that, well, first of all, they had, you know, the extra couple of days. To, so I think they get over the, the hype of themselves and where they sit currently and they're tracking towards the playoffs. Gives them a, a, an extra beat to, to refocus a relatively young team. But the, but the more practical thing is that the defense is dynamite, man. The defense is, is plumbed Josh down. Josh Allen's been darn good. Yep. These I mean, last few weeks. Those, and I love Josh Allen. Both of those things are true, but they right. just played the dynamite defense. And, and still managed to beat them right. in the Niners. How are the Bills going to do in what? In Buffalo, and I, I you know, we, with what's in front of us at any given time, it feels like, well, who's going to beat the Ravens? Well, so are they just going to not lose again? They may not. I, I don't ask that rhetorically. They may, no, no, they, they may, they may win out and then run through the playoffs. They're tracking in that direction, but... I suspect they have another loss coming before uh, things are before December's through, and this is a prime spot Buffalo? for it. That 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 joint's going to be hopping. This is the biggest game in Buffalo since Ryan Fitzpatrick beat Until the Patriots next week when a decade they play ago. The Patriots. Right. <laughs> well, no, the, both of those will be on the, on the road. road. On the road. Okay. And that's where they'll slip up. They go to Pittsburgh for Sunday night Just football, and then decide. after that they go to Foxborough. I can't decide what. Like you know, to me that 49ers, and you said it. Hank, they're the dynamite defense, but you just saw some of those issues with Lamar return, inability to, to pass accurately on the outside. The Niners took away the entire middle of the field. They forced him to run outside, which elongated those runs that were 30, 40 yard runs to be eight and 11 yard runs. Instead, they're still effective. They still won the game, but you know, the Bills defense is really good. And if they can replicate, you know, what the Niners were able to do, which is very hard because of talent, specifically on the defensive line, um, I could see it staying close. Now, the flip side of that is still not buying that offense. You know, I'm right. still not quite and buying Josh Allen. Exactly. And, you as, know, good, as well as he's played over the last yeah, month, six against weeks. Against that team. It, you can't make mistakes against right. that team. You know, if he throws a pick, a couple picks in there, in there then I, I think that they wind up being on the wrong side of like a, a 15 to 20 point blowout as well. Like the Patriots Like game the Patriots. Earlier this Devin year. Singletary starting to come he's on a little bit. That's, uh, that's, Cole Beasley's been yeah, great. That's a, a big factor against these Ravens. John Brown's speed's been great. Like, it's, it's impressive. I mean, I think they're a... I mean, this is a funny thing, right? They're gonna they're gonna get the number one wild card spot, and well, when you they, look they at the way the AFC the stacks up, probably gonna play like the Chiefs in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know okay. what they would have done in the draft, and so how that would have impacted things. But consider the Bills could have had Antonio Brown. 
what what then if they had Antonio Brown on their team now? Yeah. I don't know if they had uh, Smoke Brown or if he was their fallback. I think he was. They probably wouldn't have Smoke Brown, so it wouldn't be as bad. It wouldn't right. be a gargantuan. And he's been great. John yep. Brown's been great for them. Um, spaghetti, anything else to add on that one? Ravens are the best team in football. Lamar is the best player in football right now. No reason to think against them just yet. All right. All right. Here he we would go. have thrown the flag, Dave, if he was going to say something. <laughs> Love that. Okay. I think that's I the line of the year. I'm about that one. I know. All right. Here we go now. This one's to you, Eddie Spaghetti. It's uh, their third meeting in two seasons now. A lot of people thought this would be the AFC title game. Perhaps it still will be. Kansas City Chiefs, New England Patriots, Eddie Spaghetti. I want to get I want to get flags thrown at me here because I want to take the Chiefs. That's one. You're only getting one. Wow, I only got one. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I, me too. I, I think. Are you really? Explain I would have thrown the flag, man. Dave. If I, I didn't realize you hadn't. Um, okay, so wait, so, so Money's the only one yeah. who threw it, so uh, make your case for the home team. Um, not buying the Chiefs. That's really what it is. They, you know, the running game's not right. The, this, this is starting to look like a one-year anomaly, you know, that what that offense was able to do. Um, I watched, and again, it's, it's bias, total bias by me. I thought the Chargers outplayed them in Mexico City. Uh, turnovers did them in, but as far as a defense being able to corral Pat Mahomes and what Andy Reid wanted to do with the options available to them they did it um you know they got their they got the advantage in a one score game because of interceptions thrown by philip rivers um and that was really it otherwise you know what is a very good chargers defense certainly not an elite to the level of the patriots level defense um totally bottled them up and i think this last week you see the 40 points and it's it's a fluke it was it was bad interception from Derek carr it was just horrible quarterback play from Derek carr that gave them short fields, multiple opportunities to score on short fields. Because if you look at the total yardage and if you just watch the way Pat Mahomes played, the lack of a running game, it wasn't that impressive. Well, um, and also Josh Jacobs, again, the season, right long, the season long thing that is going to take them down, as we foretold two months ago, is that they're, they're not going to be able to stop teams yeah, from running run the ball. Their run defense is terrible. I do think Sony Michelle, if they, you know, I imagine if uh, Dave can figure that out, Bill Belichick. Is probably thinking that and is probably two steps ahead of that and thinking that's exactly what the Chiefs think we're going to do because Damashek mentioned right. it. So Rex Burkhead, here you come. I don't know what, but <laughs> yes, it would seem to set up that this is a, a breakout yeah. for Sony Michelle, much like it was in the last uh, Sunday of January 2019 when uh, the Patriots took him down and he had that huge first half there. Um, the other thing, too, is I'm kind of talking myself into the Patriots, obviously, more and more. <laughs> the other thing is, too... Join the crew. When we talked to Willie McGinnis uh, earlier in the week, I said, how much do you think the illness... I mean, the, two, the Patriots had to take two planes because uh, so many guys on their team were sick. And he said, no excuses, no excuses. I think that's fine that they don't make excuses and it's admirable and all that, but I do think it also probably was a factor, no? These guys all had the flu. They're chasing all these, uh, they're chasing So did the Seahawks, you know, and they were able to rally and, and knock off the Vikings. Um, I, I think it's, you know, clearly you could see the frustration, and especially with all the lip reading that was going on with Tom Brady with his receivers, um, that they're just not quite on the same page. At the same time, I just look at it as a, you can afford to run the ball, take a couple shots downfield, let the defense do the work. Um, not the same Chiefs team as we saw last year. Not I mean, the same Rams team, not the same Chiefs team. It was a fun one-year Hooray, passing the ball is exciting. Boy, you're really off You're there. really off that. I am. I mean, so, because Andy, first of all, you've got Andy Reid, who who proved twice that he 
could find ways to, yeah. to break down the Patriots' defense, which obviously was last year's Patriots' defense rather than this year's one. But I think there's plenty he can show them that, that will help them Look, it's, I, I, bring I, back You're right, you're right. I should back off a little bit because they still do things in that offense that if I were a defensive coordinator, I'd be banging my right. head against the wall. Like their new thing this year is they're doing a ton of these tight end screens that you've got three separate screens you can choose from, two running backs, a wide receiver, and all of a sudden – out of nowhere comes a tight end that's grabbing this screen and there's yep. no one in front of them for 30 yards. They're, stewing, they're still doing great, great things. It's just not the same. Teams it's, catch up. It, we talk yeah. about all the time, these cynics who keep saying they're going to catch up with Lamar Jackson eventually. The question is when? Did it, does it happen after the Lombardi? Then that's going to be fine with the John yeah. Harbaugh and company. As you can see, this is just the latest example. Defenses will always figure it out and be able to slow it down. It doesn't just go on forever. Even Dan Marino, the big sophomore year, it's very much, I keep saying it, Dan Marino and Patrick Mahomes are are similar in that regard. And Pat's still having a great year. I mean, his numbers are still great. He's still throwing for like over 300 yards per game. You just cannot obscure all the other deficiencies on the team. I also think the big change, obviously, from last year, not having Kareem Hunt in the backfield, who who was, you know, I think really like underestimated in that offense um, with Mahomes there. And then Tyreek Hill has not been healthy and at full speed pretty much all year. That really is. And and so both of those those things, if you can, he definitely, against the Chargers he went out of the game yeah. there and that was when you saw that offense slow down yeah. um, I, I think I think you'll see some fun stuff from the Chiefs I'm going to the game are oh, you Rob that's right that exciting awesome good for you Thanks, have a great have time out there now let's go <laughs> to the NFC West shall we I put the fork in these uh, as, uh, as the heroes on around the NFL like to say on these uh, on these Rams a week ago they probably still are doomed by virtue of the loss to the Vikings head to head that that's probably what's going to what is going to make it tough for them but if the Vikings slip up uh, that's their shot to sneak in the back door of these playoffs Seahawks pay them a, paying them a visit um, of course you'll recall it was a one of the more entertaining games of well, the season well we know he can't choose because he said he's got his bias to that he said they were going to miss the playoffs. I'll choose it. Well, he can still no, choose, he can choose, still it. choose right. it. Here we go. Dave, Seahawks, Rams. Choose. I'm going to take the home team, the Los Angeles Rams. They, it was a great shootout up in Seattle the first time around. You will remember that. It was a great game. It was a great game. Yeah, sorry, I do remember that. I'm just like, wow. It's a mar- it was a marvelous game. Uh, the Seahawks, I, you know. They're everybody, really, really good. Everybody yeah. can. I know, getting but, better. And getting better on both sides of the ball. <laughs> really good and getting better. But they also, I, you know, I'm not the first to point it out, obviously. Every game they play is a weirdo game. Every game feels like some, uh, some. Uh, I was going to say um, Scorsese epic, but the Irishman was pretty, you know. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen it? I, no, seen it. I was I'm saving, saving it for that for my flight to Boston. The yeah, Same thing. <laughs> Got a long one to Jacksonville on Friday. It's a good one. There just aren't a ton of... Real high highs and real low lows, but the Seahawks games are always that. It always feels like, well, Seahawks are going to get embarrassed. Like, oh, now look at that rally. The Seahawks are embarrassing this team. Oh, the Seahawks are going to blow this one. Oh, Russell will pull it out in the end. Um, Meantime, didn't care for the uniforms they were, but they were hurt by the visitors' purple. That didn't uh, really highlight uh, what those uniforms did highlight. Those uniforms are literally. If they do anything, they highlight. Here's my pushback on that in the Rams. Uh, remember when everybody said, hey, all is well. After the Falcons win and the Bengals win, all is well with the Rams. See, it just it took a minute, but they're fine now. They're running the ball. Goff's, uh, 
And it's like, you guys know it was against the Falcons and the right. Bengals, right? That's what we're talking about. And then here comes reality with a big right hook to the head in the form of the Vikings and the Ravens and these other teams, you know, that remind you, oh, yeah, they're not a really great team. You know, they're good and they're going to beat bad teams, but they're not, they're not at the level of the Seahawks. And the one interesting wrinkle is, and I hate historical stats, every team is different, but for whatever reason, the Seahawks and the Rams seem to split every year. Yep. It's just, it's, and, and usually it's the opposite. Seahawks will win in L.A., the Rams will win up in Seattle, but it just, it, it, I don't know. It's, there is something about in division. It's very hard to beat your division twice no matter what level you're at. Um, you hear that all the time because there's just such a familiarity with opponents. But to me, the Seahawks look like a team that is very, very good and getting better every single I, week. The one thing for the Rams, I would say, is that watching them last week, Todd Gurley suddenly looked a little he bit more spry. like Todd Gurley should look like rather than the Todd Gurley we saw for about the last year. Um, and that, if that keeps going, then that's a good thing. But again, against that Seahawks run defense, like totally even, different even Todd Gurley at his best is yeah. is Producer be and L.A. sports uh, enthusiast Kleinman back there is whispering in my ear like, hey, now, they were a Zerline kick away from winning that game up in Seattle. Now that go. was it's a different Seahawks team than what it was. What else are you shouting at? You got anything else you want to throw <laughs> in there, Kleinman? No? no Nothing? No That's more. the extent of it? Do you want a donut? <laughs> There's one left. I think that I think like the Irishman, the NFL regular season is very, very long. And if you make if you constantly are changing your opinion through the season, you're ultimately gonna look bad. Just kinda uh, unless you're dim and you keep making bad predictions. But I feel like Sean McVay, I have it coming to me that I said they're not going to make the playoffs and and I've been self-validating for the last month. Like, see, they're not good. I think Sean McVay still has it before the end of the season to say, like, you dummies. You think, what, I turned into a boob overnight? No, I think he's fine. I don't. I have no issues with Sean McVay. I think he's still a great coach. I think he doesn't have the quarterback he doesn't have the, that he, he needs. Doesn't he doesn't have the quarterback. He doesn't have a running back that's right. healthy. He he's got have a terrible offensive line. line. That offensive line versus Jadavian Clowney, whew, look out. I mean, and I know Chandler Jones is great, and all, but... Arizona, I mean, they lost five straight. They're done. They're, you know, they, they need to focus. Don't they need hyper-focus on, on Chase like Young. That. Don't yeah. talk that way. The more you talk up how bad they stink, the more likely it is that they'll beat the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday in a game. Oh, the Cardinals? Steelers. Yeah. Is that who they're playing? Oh, well, yeah. They're in, in Arizona, Arizona or in Pittsburgh? In AZ. Ah, Steelers are screwed. You know what would be ironic? <laughs> if they had a 99-yard <laughs> interception return. That would be would be a lot of fun. That would be ironic. Right. That would be ironic. No. See, that's irony. You understand? That would be ironic. Do you now if see that that's ironic? You just described exactly what I said about the Ravens and no, Niners. Why, why, would you do exactly. it? why would you do that? No. It's exactly We're what it is. Done. Thank We've you. We've got one last game okay, to pick. Sorry. Here we Let's go. Move on. This game is that, I think it was four years ago, five years or so ago now, in December, the first weekend at that, Handsome Hank Hodgson, Matt Money Smith, and I made the journey up for a Thursday night That's football right, game exactly in the Windy right. City, and it was we had freezing. a gay time. It we started. Did. We had a great time, didn't first we? First, we started off. Money and I. No, first, actually, Handsome and I. I took him around my old haunts oh, in oh, the you, neighborhood. You took him around, all right? <laughs> I took him to the neighborhood. Talk I took about him. tying it on. I oh well, listen, Dave. We, Dave made a, uh, a late-night text message. I did not. Now, I don't even know what that means. Now, listen to what I'm telling you. We went out. We, we, we had uh, we had beers really one play. No, like, yeah, uh, I don't know what to say. We went to the half shell. You ever been to the half shell? Of course. Show? You have? We had yes. a great, that was the best. That, that was, was such the a, best. Come on. My favorite thing about that was sitting there. We, we had a lot of delicious things to eat and drink. And on the TV screen, 
without any irony at all, the Chicago, whatever TV station is playing a retrospective of the 85 Bears. Oh, yeah. And it's like, of course, well, of course. It's on a loop. It's yeah. just on a loop. Right. Yeah. You can't just watch Michael Jordan for 24 right. no. hours a day. <laughs> exactly. We've got to mix in some Bears. Come on. Um, yeah, we had that great, we had a great time there. If you're ever in Chicago, go over there. It's oh, yeah. On diversity there. You go down the flight of stairs like Laverne and Shirley. Can't beat it. Oh, it's delicious. Get the calamari. Don't tell them Dave, Dave sent you, but the Michelob on draft, that's the real winner. Night belongs uh, to Michelob. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Then where do uh, we go? Money. Do you, Everywhere. Do you want to sing the Michelob song? I know you love to sing the old uh, beer tunes. I do the hams. I do the low and brow. Remind me what Michelob is. Well, I, I, when you said that, I can remember. One thing stands clear. Beer you've after got beer. If you've got the, the time, time. We've, we've got, got the, the beer. beer. The night belongs to Michelob. Michelob. Yeah. <laughs> what a name, by the way. Michelob. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh it's, yeah, I love yeah. drinking them Michelobes. Um, <laughs> that's good. But then the low and brown. Low and brown's the best one. Here's to good friends. Tonight, Tonight is kind of special. The beer will pour. Cold. Must be something more somehow. So tonight, 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 let it be low and brown. Let it be low and brown. Oh, they'd always be having a good time. And then there's hams, the wild hams. Well, it's because you probably shouldn't sing it anymore because you know it's politically incorrect and cultural appropriation. But hey, it is. I don't know anything about this. Now we have to hear it. So there's a hams bear. But they basically have a bunch of people. Um, I probably shouldn't do it, right? I don't know what it is, but I, probably not. If, you, uh, if you've if you've if you've repeated that to yourself twice, it's politically incorrect. Then I probably shouldn't do it. Then then we probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't. Yeah. In no, Pittsburgh, they had pump and iron, pump and iron city beer. You know, you, <laughs> and then they had and then they had iron city light. Like, hey, make it an IC light, an IC light, and then it was a uh, you know, young young professionals. You know. Tip, you know, sure. tripping the light fantastic right. on the banks of the three rivers. Um, all right, let's get to that uh, bear. It's basically <laughs> like a wampum <laughs> drum. It's like boom, 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 From the land of sky blue waters. Waters! You guys don't know hands? That's great. Look it up. But the drum is the key. But then, after our after our twister, after our twister on Thursday, on Wednesday night, Money and I had to be down on the field <laughs> like at 8 a.m. It was very early. It was yeah. very early, and my, the reports were that you were lying down in the end zone at 6.30 a.m. Well, because on a, on we got out tundra. there, we got out there, and we didn't, uh, we, you know, we hadn't brought stuff for frigid temps. I don't think it was, I don't know what we were No, thinking. they made us take it off. That's what it was. We had the cool, and we, we had, had the it like, inside. No, no, you gotta take it off, and just, it'll, it'll just be waiting right here, we're just gonna do this and shoot. And so we have our suits on, and our and suit, we're standing suits. there like, <laughs> and they couldn't get the local ENG crew couldn't should figure I out start the cameras. Forte. And we're like, should we let's uh can we just go inside until you guys no. are ready to roll? And they're like, no, no, stay out we're here. We're ready, we're coming. It was like 40 minutes later. We were out there, it was it was really borderline zero degrees. That was a, it was a bad scene. Oh, yeah, I mean, is there truth to the rumor that Dave had to lie down in the end zone? He did. He did lie down. And I believe he prefaced it by saying, I'm just gonna lie down real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for an apology? Announcing his intent. Keep on waiting. Never. I gotta look before I before I call this. I gotta uh, look at the weather in Chicago. That's a great question, but you know what? I kind of think it favors the visiting team. It does. Forty-eight, or I'm sorry, forty-five. Oh. 
No, I was going to say if it's frigid, doesn't that uh, doesn't that suit Zeke Elliott? Nobody who what human being wants to try to catch that guy when it's frigid out. Let me stand yeah. in that guy's way. Let me on see. I, I said forty-five, but that's going to be the high at night. Thirty-four. Wind and lake effect. Wind you coming off the lake. Known, I mean, that's one of those things people talk about. Well, when the wind blows, it's much worse. For real, if you're ever a soldier it's field like at night. It is a legit 25 degrees colder than whatever yeah, the temperature right. yeah, says. Yeah. I remember like, walking there that it's night 30. to get to the game and just being like, this was a terrible mistake. I can't mistake. do this. <laughs> it's yeah. really, yeah, it, it can be rough out there. It almost there, reminds but, me hey, of Dave, our trip, a, our, uh, our Super Bowl trip to um, Minnesota. Were you walking with us yeah. when uh, I insisted we walk and not take a cab three blocks to yes. some party we had to go to? And I was all like... See, I told you everything was going to be fine, guys. And then we made a left, which is where the wind was. (laughs) And we got a half a block before we had to duck into a doorway. It's just another block down, man. Eh, No big deal. Well, I I believe it's actually more several blocks away. Yeah, but look, it's not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to it. Handsome Hank. It's the Cowboys at the Bears. (sighs) Choose. All right, last chance, Cowboys. You got to win this one. I'm going to agree with that one. The Bears making a little bit of a push here. Nothing from Eddie Spaghetti back there. Very quietly yeah. threw that flag. Money, money threw the flag. I mean, by the way. Oh, you threw money, it? I don't, know if you've seen, I don't know if you've seen what Andrew Raby's been doing, but money's not been very successful at this endeavor through this season. I'm Andrew coming off Raby a 5-0 week. I'm now two games above 5. I've gone like 9-1 and one in the last two weeks. All I right. am now back in the mix. Well, not this week. You know, dirty Englishman. My, pick, my picks have not been going very Money's well. Money's 33 you know and 28. I'm, 33 and 28. What am I? What am I? What is that, um, Eddie? You are 27 and 19 and a half. See? Oh, these are not good How picks. nice to not have Wait, to pick every week. Well, How nice. That's the difference. The one week that I had a terrible week, you weren't here. Before we get to that, a quick, uh, uh, let's inject this real fast. Phil Rivers is playing quarterback where in 2020? What? Why would they? Why I, are we it doing just seems like Because I just thought of it, and I wanted to ask that to money earlier. And it's weird to me. Don't know. Why did that get out? Why? I mean, where did that come from? Like, yeah, the Chargers will bench Phil Rivers if he doesn't play well in the first half against the Broncos. Why? What's the upside of that getting out? Yeah, I think um, I think there was probably enough talk of it in practice. You know, really? That, yeah, that's, that would be my that would be my guess. I mean, you come off eight weird. interceptions in two must-win games or seven interceptions. You know, really that you could just point the finger to some degree at one guy. Like, yeah. hey, the defense played well enough. The run game was good, and we had critical turnovers from seventeen. And I just hate when you lose I, both I hate of those games. That if you win, you're in control of the AFC West. Exactly. I also I can tell you I, at the end of that game in Mexico City, I oh. was down on the sideline, and he obviously threw that game-ending pick. And the Chargers ownership group had come down from their suite to stand on the sidelines, hopefully to celebrate. You know, him coming in their direction. Score two-point conversion. To, history to, repeats itself. History repeats itself, and they were, to say the least, not particularly happy when that pick. Um, was thrown and then exited pretty sharp. Yeah. Well, to, and uh, then, uh, you know, the shame, I don't want to dig in on the Chargers, but the uh, the Mike Williams miracle catch goes for naught because of what was, I mean, pretty close to the same level of Hail Mary. It really was, though, I, uh, as I said on uh, Sunday night, it was a nice homage from the Rook, from Drew Locke, to, to honor Joe Flacco in that manner, to win a game doing the a- Joe Flacco special. I'm just going to chuck it and hope we get a P.I. We'll do oh, that. we got a P.I. 
It, that I, I hated it know? in the moment when it was happening. You could see they're like, well, you just put James Lofton right. on the national call. Said, oh, they, you punt it here and you go to overtime. Or, I mean, you just kneel it down and go to right. overtime. No, no. You do what the Broncos did there. It's more likely you're going to get a P.I. than you're going to get a strip right. sack, scoop, and score it at, at, on zeros on the clock. Right. I hate that, and and yet it was a PI by the by the great Again, Casey Hayward to get on the uh, the. So I, I didn't think it was a PI, um, and that's I just hate to call biased, in that spot. But, but. Um, one, two, NFL acknowledge you got it wrong. College has it right. It's a fifteen-yard penalty. It's not a spot foul. I just I to me that's that is, interesting. I wonder if you could modify that foul. in under two minutes or something. Well, like then that. it would be a spot foul. But I think right. if it's egregious and you tackle the guy, but when you're Hayward and you have the inside track to the ball, when the entire route you are inside yeah. of that receiver is considering where the ball is positioned, and when you go to turn around to try to track it because you see him turn around and you bump into him, that's not pi. That's just that that to me that's that's. That's not something that's worthy of a spot foul at that moment in the game. I agree that it should <clears throat> skew a little NHL-y, that you, you swallow the whistle at a certain point late in a, in a game like that. That's a weird, bad way for a game you grab him and you're holding his game. arms and he right. can't that's go, okay, fine. Okay, that, make anyway. a case here for your Chicago Bears. I just think Chicago the Cowboys zone. have not beat good teams all year. Uh, the Bears aren't a terrible team. Their defense is still really good. Um, they, can, they can still put up enough points like they did last year to complement their defense. And I think the Cowboys have shown us nothing to, to lead us to believe that they're capable of beating solid teams. Uh, the Bears aren't great. Trubisky's been okay. And, you know, I think my issue with the Bears is having had the Chargers play them earlier this year and, and talking to a handful of people around that team, it doesn't really sound like a lot of their problems are personnel-related. Um, now look, it'd be nice if Ryan Pace gave Mitch Trubisky some guys that are over five foot three to catch the ball. Turns out you could probably use height at the wide receiver position, and he is severely hamstrung on that front. Um, but you're kind of hearing that for whatever reason, there's just this weird sort of naggy play calling, maybe taking too long to get plays in, or being too conservative, and Mitch is just constantly second guessing himself. In the last couple of weeks, we've seen the guy throw three touchdowns, over 300 yards. Maybe they've just kind of said, all right, let's let's take the you know the handcuffs off and let overthought, it fly a little bit. I think that's what you said, overthought. But yeah, or or it it, yeah. it had that feel to it. Um, you you purge Jordan Howard to get David Montgomery in, and then you don't use him for the right. first right. two months. All all and they're banged stuff. up. I mean, guys are down for them for sure. <laughs> but I just I don't know. I think they're I think they're a good team, and the Cowboys haven't beat good teams all year. They have it, not beat a good team. I mean, yeah, I, I, I know old curmudgeons say this as though it's the answer to everything, but in this case, turn around, just give, uh, you must give get this game. Zeke the ball. Give Zeke the ball 30 times this right. game. And I think know? Akeem Hicks might be coming back, right? Isn't that a potential of his return this week, or am I wrong I on mean, that? I mean, a major, yeah, that would be a, a major influence on their ability to um, to run Zeke at him then. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. Because it's still a really good defense. Their defense is still top five. What a it's weird not, like, spot that's for Jason Garrett to know he's getting fired if he doesn't get to the Super Bowl, too. And that seems all but certain. So that's okay. that. Everybody enjoy week 14. Thanks for the we'll, donuts. We yeah, will thank be you back guys. after the week to try and make sense of that for you and project ahead to week 15. In the meantime, for Eddie Spaghetti, everybody behind the table there, handsome Hank, Matt Money-Smith. Thanks so much, football fans and Zaxby's. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.